Some people may find topics discussed in this episode difficult. Please proceed with caution. Now you can get themed art on t-shirts. That's right. Check out Frankie Tees, T-E-E-S, on our substack. Or just go to frankietees.printify.me. You're listening to The Frankie Files. FrankieFilesPodcast.com Hey everybody, welcome to Frankie Files Podcast. I'm Frankie Tease, your host. Now, getting further into the topic for this year involves learning the ins and outs of how the government has used occult behavior to control people. For two years, I never really mentioned anything about the government because in my search about the New Age religion and neuro-linguistic programming and these things that were used on me, it led me here. Oh, goody. To enslave people and further cult thinking. How is the United States government using that? How has it become infiltrated in literature, news, media, logos, public schooling, music? That's what this is about. And as a cult survivor, it's continuing for me to be about looking and closely examining the connection between all cults past and present in the United States and our government. Now, this is covering 50s, 60s, and a little bit into the 70s. Recapping last week, the place we left off was that the cult who owns America and the quote swamp or corrupt portion of our government have an agenda where everyone can be of some use to them, not to ourselves as the population, of course. That doesn't matter. Quick enslavement in USA is no viable opportunities then you're desperate. That's our whole setup in the United States. The capitalism, the lottery life. I hope I go viral, as the kids would say. And as coal kids, we know that simply restricting opportunities quickly leads to a path of forced labor or and or sex abuse. A reminder here that topics today are intense and must not be heard by children. Topics include sex abuse, CSA, and child slavery and endangerment. Returning to the final portion of Trance, the true story of MK Ultra survivor Kathy O'Brien, visit transformation.com for complete details. Get her books for following along this year. There are three books. And go watch her documentary. This is a spoiler alert. You've been warned. Nicely, though. (laughs) In the latter part of Trance, the film... Kathy discusses incredible topics that are very hard to listen to, personally for me. To set this up, I want to use a term that's misunderstood by most, and I covered this on Hot Takes of a Cult Kid. I'll put a link in the show notes about that. It's about sexual disorientation. It's not what you think. In modern psychology, the aforementioned term refers to someone who isn't sure they want to be straight. They might not be sure if they want to be gay. They might go back and forth and be upset with themselves about that. Not being bi, willingly, but being upset and confused and conflicted. Now, please follow me here for a second on this nuance. And I just heard a lot on this regarding the Escaping Twin Flames Netflix documentary, Inner Cults, Mind Manipulation, Menticide and Mind Control, and Underhanded Human Beings. 
for me, full host disclosure moment, I had forced, forced homosexuality. When your spiritual master, like in Twin Flames, finally, I see something similar. The master tells you everything for your path, including your sexuality, will be told by them. They will be your guide. In my case and many others in sex cults and religions, we're told who to sleep with, period. They meddle. And in some cases, it gets into abuse to dislodge the person from their world views, which is very, very quick and effective. Shocking them into compliance. Sexual disorientation is like a sport in that game. Been there. Assigned partners, none by desire. Very shocking and really demoralizing stuff. I've interviewed survivors who said the same thing, and one was of Morningland Church, where I was abused. Going against your sexual nature, your own natural desire, because a master tells you to, is a special hell. Doing it from virginity is different. An incredibly destabilizing mindfuck, and if it's incest, it's even worse. That's what was the norm in the situation Kathy survived, to my amazement. Where we left off was Kathy O'Brien letting us know things she overheard while in captivity under various senators and statesmen in the United States. Because she was purchased as a White House asset, these things were said in her presence, and she was a young person. One goal she exposes is that the corrupt part of the U.S. government who captured and bought her want to create a generation of genderless children. It was engineered by Bush Sr. and the extreme cult he's in. They call it Generation of Babies. They as in not he or she, but they. And it's so crazy to hear that because I've just noticed the word they being slung around, pushed. Now, I think you listeners know that I'm for whatever you want to do with your body and with whom, but not for the government or insurance to be pushing these agendas. That's a corporate decision. So how did that come in play? It shouldn't also be rewarded by the government or insurance. And there isn't a judgment on my part just getting that out of the way. But what's suspicious is when our government shows any preference whatsoever and pushes it. And my takeaway is this, why all the sexual tampering in any direction, we are distracted by the culture wars and who should pay for the injection? I look at all the tampering in a much more simple non-culture war manner. This is about control, 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 control. Am I making my point? Denigrating you, incest, and it changes our brain due to the trauma. Control, suggestibility, zombieing, checking the fuck out, control. And all religions go there immediately. We trust our priest. Name your religious mentor here. If you're Christian, you're trusting a person who believes Mary was a virgin when she conceived and birthed Jesus. So it's going to be super down-to-earth advice, right? (laughs) But highlighting Kathy's point, Kathy O'Brien is letting us know this is about dividing us. 
Look at the tactic, creating culture wars and arguments that can never be resolved because people just have different opinions. A divide which splits friends, groups, and families. A very incendiary narrative, and they really have been exploiting transgender in this. And to me, this is one of the biggest tragedies in public that I've been seeing. I want to point it out. The whole time, the child sexuality is turned into a weapon on themselves, their family, and their community. Then it's just incredibly awkward. You've changed the whole equation. An entire ashram watched me being pummeled emotionally. And they had to think to themselves, something was weird about how me and my twin were acting, especially after age 14, when it was turbocharged for us and we were initiated into this music group. The grooming. Kathy goes into the ages of value to pedophiles. Yeah, it's like that. Human traffickers have hundreds of year-old systems they're using. Kathy tells us at age 30, a lot of these are murdered. The trafficking is complete and all has been extracted. We got you to carry drugs as a mule over borders. We exploited you sexually from pre-puberty. We prostituted you to politicians on film for blackmail. And now you're going to get too old. But wait, there's more. And this is where I fainted almost during the documentary. People who've been programmed, Kathy says, start falling apart at age 30. Wow. This is, again, repeating what I said in episode 80 or 81. I started to remember stuff out of nowhere, and it didn't make sense, so I'm positive it was this. She says, and yes, I'm going over this a little slow on this one. It's a lot to handle, and anyone who's been under this type of meticulous mind control, which was hypnotic and brain training, you're with me, I know. At age 30, they say in the doc that the brain neurons begin opening up, and memory of things may return over time. They cited examples of high-profile stars who'd been in the program and how they are eliminated to avoid being a national security issue. Suffering from trauma, so they start acting out. They can't remember what might have been stored in their minds. They can't be allowed to remember the torturous life they led. So yeah, we sure can't. Huge liability. And this is when you start to realize the moment you left their side, you became a huge liability. Right, Cole Kid? You've got that story they don't want told. Pedophile trackers had you from the exit. That's where the human trafficking network at large comes in. The only thing I haven't figured out is how many, what named orgs are involved, and how many organizations. But it's a lot. It's a lot. Due to the fact that bodies need to be moved around and paperwork needs fixing, it all has to fit together to not raise any flags of the abuse, including infrequent doctor visits or, in my case, non-existent doctor visits of any kind from about age 12 or 13 to 22. Incredible now to look back at that. And if you were under scrutiny as a child being raised by the nutbag group under direction of wingbag leaders, 
then you too know that the outside care isn't recommended. Too much risk of all their stuff getting exposed. Okay, here's an excerpt from the documentary. And girls reached age 30, they were, they were murdered or they were sacrificed. Because at age 30, there's electrochemical changes that happen in the brain where people, sometimes those neuron pathways start changing a little bit and memory starts leaking out. We'll see where people who have been programmed specifically that are high profile, like maybe in the entertainment industries, they will start breaking up around age 30. We'll see things like what about Britney Spears shaving their head. It's just part of what happens around that age. So many government secrets and personal reputations were staked on the belief that I could never think to bring to mind to tell their secrets, that I would never be deprogrammed to remember the things I've been programmed to forget. It was horrific knowing that so many lives were lost, so many girls when they reached age 30, and of course so often for the perversion purposes they were saying that, that the girls were too old to be used anymore for perversion anyway, so you know they were useless, just get rid of them. And I was definitely going to be killed there as well. I was to go out in a blaze of glory and be, be burned alive. Kathy then talks about Mark Phillips. He was so outraged that he rescued her. She had no memory or thought of her own during this rescue. She was like a robot. There was just a blank stare. It was a workout for Mark. Now, Mark being an ex-CIA, he used techniques that were insider info on how to recover from mental torture in war. Those were how soldiers were deprogrammed and healed after they were in POW torture situations. This is what we all need. And for those who haven't seen yet, that formula is what she shares in PTSD Time to Heal, the third book, which we'll be covering in the show later. We'll get that in at August, September, October of the show, I believe. But nothing stops you from reading ahead. These are techniques which he learned from the highest level. Notes are are going to be kept, which requires the logic part of the brain so the memory can be consciously dealt with. That's what happened for me in 2022. I recommend just putting years on the page with major events to start next to them. There's so much amnesia in this and we have to fight through like me holding the flashlight. But more about the concept of time. This equates to a concept of awareness, she says, and is how the rapport began. Mark put a watch on her and said, don't tell me I never gave you the time of day. Traffickers uh, need you to not know what day and time it is to keep you disoriented and not a thought about that because that would bring your mind to consciousness. So it's just do this, just do that, think this, think that. No thought of your own is how that works to keep us under control. And I've since started wearing my watch again, too. That lack of being on the circadian rhythm is really effective for mental disorientation. I've been fighting to stay on it. Restrict food and sleep, and you're pretty stupid at that point if the cult leader gets his way. 
Do it for years by traffickers, abusers, cult leaders, and your compliant zombie. So Kathy's experience with Mark was like she was brought out of a place where it was timeless. They go into how Mark had been a contractor with multiple agencies, including Secret Service and CIA. He had studied mind sciences in war and peacetime. When he encountered occult trauma, occult, that is, trauma being used to control people, he was appalled. And this was back in the 70s in the government, the United States. He was a senator. He expresses his shock of how advanced they were compared to the private sector. It's detailed in this documentary. Mark Phillips sees what tools they have, the CIA and the government in our country, which are objects of control, a system, nothing is excluded, technology, food, and everything, including entertainment. Now, regarding the severe programming Kathy and her daughter were under, there was stuff in there to make you get sick, like auto-destruct. Circulatory failure was one her daughter experienced. Respiratory failure and the like. It's a self-destruct of sorts. When it puts you in the hospital, you're under surveillance and a prisoner. So that was what it's about. This reminds us that it's about trafficking. That means moving bodies where you want and making sure they have no escape route because they're trained slaves. You need them. Kathy's daughter actually went through this. Oh my God. She had an asthma attack out of the blue during their escape. So they had to go to the hospital. Kathy and Mr. Phillips struggled to get help because FBI and other agencies worked against her and so did the psychologists. Laws do not apply in this case for reasons of national security. Here, listen. They would just simply go into respiratory failure, circulatory failure, and no information would be released at all. There was no chance of the information getting out that way. Since my daughter was being raised to be, was genetically and mind controlled, being brought up to be an espionage, she had that program in place and it went into effect. And it put her in a hospital where she was held a political prisoner. When I was finally allowed visitation with her, I was not allowed to discuss anything with her that could be helpful to her. I wouldn't tell Tell her what her past was because I already knew at that point that a person needs to heal from the inside out, not from outside input. There's no way I was going to ever do that in a way that would hinder her own healing process. I wanted to nurture it and help the therapist nurture it, but instead they just completely shut me out and told me I was crazy. And then turning to law enforcement, the FBI came in on her, my daughter's case and testified that there's no such thing as mind control. The violations of laws and rights that proliferated in her so-called legal case were extensive. We had one clean district attorney that went in and told the judge that he was violating constitutional rights and, and, and human rights in my daughter's case. He said, Your Honor, you're violating every law that I know of. And, and the judge said in open court, laws do not apply in this case for reasons of national security. That judge, in essence, saved our lives because he absolutely said publicly that the United States government was responsible for covering up this case. As soon as he said it, the records were sealed and the office of the district attorney with those records were burned. Human trafficking and drugs pouring across the border. Senator Byrd had an office in the FBI building and he 
had it in there for the purposes of being able to manipulate the law to allow for the human trafficking, to allow for the drug operations to go unchecked. And the one, the catch net for the human trafficking operations was the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children that was through the FBI. There were so many people that were being affected, so many, so many mothers who had lost their children to human trafficking operations and then have the court system turn on them and, and return the children to the abusers. We spoke out to mental health groups that were really wanting some answers because they found that what they were doing to treat ritually abused children and children who had been um, mind controlled wasn't, wasn't working. They needed more tools. So we were able to hand them those tools. And because I had healed to the extent that I had, the mental health community was very much interested in that. So they were up against U.S. government and Mexican government. The book gets into on the trafficking element, which we'll talk about later. Kathy had info on how they were trafficked and wanted to pursue it since she was used as a drug mule by the U.S. government and a sex doll. Mark and Kathy printed the book I'm reading now, Transformation of America. They distributed it to every member of Congress at the same time. They scrounged up money to pay to print the copies. For their safety, they gave one to every member of Congress. Simply amazing. Ideas there. It was first printed in 1995, and it's in its 17th printing now. Well, that is just nothing but inspirational to all of us who want to get cautionary tales in print. Kathy O'Brien goes on in Trance, the documentary, to tell that this info was exposed in speaking engagements law enforcement, border guards, U.S. customs, police. Some of the psych industry looked into it and they wanted help healing some of the cult babies. I wish it were wider spread for adult children of cults because this is the type of information we need. You're listening to The Frankie Files, frankiefilespodcast.com. I was healing on levels that were both mental, psychiatric, psychological, the physical brain, and the whole spiritual by realizing responsibility for my own life. I found it within myself on the base core energy of my being, and that energy is love. Love is the most powerful force in the universe. If people want to call it God or label it by any other name that resonates with them, it's irrelevant. And I think when we look within ourselves, we can start tracing that source. When I look at the duality of the world, I learned that light overcomes dark, but dark cannot overcome light. Some people that had experiences similar to Kathy, victims mentioned in the documentary are Claudia Mullen, Christy Allen with a K, Aneka Lucas, Christine DiNicola. A satanic order to rule the world is their goal. Disassociation serves the purposes of the occult. Kathy says they are still in control today. A new world order, a world for the rule of law. Mark died in 2017. Not sure of the cause yet. And I'm, of course, conjecturing. Hmm. Due to laws, Mark could not share the secrets of healing from mind control he used on Kathy O'Brien. 
Due to the fact that Kathy released it as her experience of healing, Mark was not breaking a law of sedition. It was Kathy releasing the info. And I'm going to say this book is already amazing. The mind control information gathered in the programs has been used against the American people and the rest of the world with alarming saturation. Aspects of what has been learned due to the experiments can be seen in every corner of our society. The intentional traumatization. Once one breaks through the veil of understanding, the systematic traumatization of America reads like a manual from Mengele's original research. The formula of using trauma to control the victim is brought into a much larger scale, and we see where mind control takes over a collective nation and therefore the world as you can see that is a lot to think about this is a wrap for trance the documentary about the life of kathy o'brien new next week i'll be starting on the review of the book transformation of america this was published in 1995 right after a judge publicly said the case she presented of trafficking and slavery was being obstructed by the government for reasons of national security. Kathy spells solution with a U, solution. Smiles on that. It's an incredibly moving story driven by the love between Kathy and Mark and the love of a mother, Kathy, for her daughter Kelly, the baby they let her keep full term. More later on that awful part. And I'm so excited to keep going on this journey with you. And it is a journey. Dealing with this trauma isn't easy. Thank you to both Kathy and Mark. And may Mark Phillips rest in peace wherever he is in the cosmos. What a gift they've put out for us survivors of violent and abusive mind control. A huge nod goes to Adrian Youngblood for taking the risk to cover this material in the 2022 documentary. Thank you. Everybody go watch it and get some tissue first. Maybe a hot tea. If you have the moment, please like, share, subscribe, and leave a review for the show. It tells the algorithm to share it. Your help is appreciated on that. And always keep critical thinking. Now you can get themed art on t-shirts. That's right. Check out Frankie Tees, T-E-E-S, on our Substack, Or just go to FrankieTees, T-E-E-S, dot printify dot me. Thanks for listening to Frankie Files Podcast. Tune in Tuesdays or download via FrankieFilesPodcast.com. And always keep critical thinking.